Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's redraft the first round for the second half of the season. Up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Thursday, July 13th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And we're redrafting the first round in a 5x5 Roto League for the rest, rest of the season. Scott, you have the first overall pick. Okay, well, that's the easiest pick, right? It's <laughs> Ronald Acuna, who is on, gosh, what is his pace even? Um, he, he entered the All-Star break with over 20 homers and 30 steals. So, you know, he has a chance at like a 40-80 season. <laughs> and, and the thing is, you look at his expected stats, they're actually better than his true stats, his expected batting average is 351, which is shouldn't be possible mathematically. But a big reason why is he's cut his strikeout rate in half from his previous career best and uh, just has become a better player all the way around. And so Acuna is number one. Second overall, I am taking Fernando Tatis, who is currently the 19th overall player in Roto, despite playing about le- uh, 20 less games than everybody else, hitting 288 with 16 home runs and 14 steals. That is a 35-30 pace over a full season. He's cut a strikeout rate, still hitting the ball really hard, just has to get it in the air a little bit more here in the second half, and I do think more home runs could be on the way for Fernando Tatis. Scott, you are up with the third pick. I'm going to go with Shohei Otani here with a couple of caveats. One is that if you play in a league with daily lineups, he should obviously be the number one choice because you're able to get all his pitching stats, the majority of his hitting stats, swapping him out between those two positions depending on what role he's filling that day. But in weekly leagues, you can only choose one or the other, of course, so that kind of um, cuts his value in half. But you know, just what he's done as a hitter has been insane enough to to make him – I think deserving of a top three pick. He is coming off like the hottest month of his life as a hitter. So, so maybe his pace numbers are a little ahead of what they should be, but still taking Otani third. Fourth overall, I am going with Freddie Freeman, who is currently the number three overall player in Roto, and he finished as a number three player last season as well. He's batting 320. He's on a 30 home run, 20 steal pace. His expected numbers look fantastic. The counting stats are awesome in that Dodgers lineup. Uh, Freddie Freeman. He may be 33 years old, but he's still playing amazing right now. Scott, you're up with the fifth overall pick. Yeah, I I think I'm going to go with Mookie Betts here based on the way he finished the first half. Again, he was so hot that I I think his home run pace is, is maybe beyond what we can reasonably expect from Betts. But he's in a great lineup like Freeman. Betts ahead of Freeman. They're both on pace for more than 130 runs. And in addition to the power numbers, the run numbers, Betts has this new special ability to play second and shortstop as well as the outfield, which makes them all the handier 
All right, sixth overall, I am going with the young buck, Corbin Carroll. And I will say this, if he wasn't dealing with this shoulder injury that we've seen the past couple of weeks, I think he would be the fourth overall pick. But as a result, we get those high floor plays, Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts ahead of him. Corbin Carroll in amazing first half, hitting 289 with 18 home runs and 26 26 steals. That is a 30-45 pace. It's just a matter of staying healthy and that shoulder not being an issue. If that happens, I think he's likely, you know, a top five, top seven player rest of season. Scott, you're back up with the seventh pick. Jose Ramirez is a little behind pace what he normally is, uh, but his the data shows no skill decline for Jose Ramirez, and he was picking up the pace before the all-star break. So I think he's going to go, I think he's going to have a more typical second half and remains clearly the best third baseman in fantasy. I think it kind of opens up here. You can make the case for a few other hitters, but I feel like we got to get a pitcher in there. So let's do it. Let's take Spencer Strider, who by my estimation is the best pitcher on a per inning basis so far this season, the most strikeouts in baseball, the best K minus walk rate, the best Sierra in all of baseball. And it's not really close. The only question mark we have is the workload. Is he going to start to wear down as the season goes on? He only threw 130 innings last year. So that's a slight concern, but by my estimation, he is, again, the best pitcher on a per-inning basis. That's Spencer Strider. And Scott, you're back up with the ninth overall pick. Got to go with Corey Seager. I've always thought he had the potential to produce like a first-rounder to be a Freddie Freeman-type hitter. And so far this year, granted a smaller sample size because he missed time with a hamstring injury, but that that's exactly what he's been, batting 353. His expected batting average is 334, which is almost as ridiculous as Acuna's. And in addition to, to having the, the great power numbers and the batting average, he, he's in a t- Texas Rangers lineup where everybody's putting up ridiculous run and RBI totals up and down the lineup, which elevates Seager all the more. I am going to go ahead and take an outfielder here, and I'm going to go with uh, Kyle Tucker, 10th overall, who had a bit of a down May, but outside of that, the uh, numbers bounced back here in June. He had a really big month. He's got the power and the speed, nearly as many walks as strikeouts uh, since June 1st as well. So hopefully Jordan Alvarez comes back, Jose Altuve comes back, and the counting stats are going to start to take off here for Kyle Tucker. I'm going to go ahead and take him 10th overall. Scott, your last pick, 11th overall. Well, I'm going to count on Jordan Alvarez coming back. He is on the verge of a rehab assignment already recovering from an oblique injury. If he wasn't dealing with that, you know, he would probably be in the conversation for the top five with the way he's performed both this year and last. And uh, I, I think he'll be back within, within the next week or two. I'm going to go ahead and finish up the first round and take Julio Rodriguez, who the batting average has been a letdown this year, but 13 home runs, 22 steals. The power and speed has been there. Counting stats have been solid as well. Uh, Actually hitting the ball harder this year than he did last year. He's just got to lift it a little bit more. Uh, Too many ground balls in the first half for Julio Rodriguez, but uh, overall, very pleased with what we've seen from him in his second season. So that's going to finish up our first round. Who do we miss out on? Let us know. Tweet at us or let us know in the YouTube comments. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today at 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. 
May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie <laughs> dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus.